Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Megillah daf Tezayin. We left off on daf Tezvav Amenbeiz. We are six lines from the end of the page on Tezvav Amenbeiz. At Belayla Hu Nadudash Nasa Melech. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. It's also sponsored for Shlema for Rachel Malka Bas Tzertel Shendel. It's also sponsored by Simeon Moshe Kleinman for Shlema also for Rachel Malka Bas Tzertel Shendel. It's also sponsored by Sean Rosenblum as a thank you for the share and accessibility of the share online. Also sponsored the Zecher Nishmas Rav Label Dulitz, a legend at MTA, a dynamic Rebbe and teacher who taught and left a lasting impact on generations of students by Talmidim of Rabbi Dulitz. It was, it's also sponsored by Elisa and Chaim Weichnerin in memory of Avram Yosef Ben Yisrael Shalom, Avi Blumenfeld, a wonderful husband, father, and grandfather whose 13th yard site is today. May Neshama continue to have an aliyah. It's also sponsored for Shlema for Yisrael Ben Fruma. Although he had a sudden life-threatening medical condition, he stayed up to date with the uh, with the Dafshir, and it's also sponsored sponsored by Benji Pister, a longtime listener from Toronto, in honor and Rakar Satov to the Shir. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So we left off, as I mentioned, six lines from the bottom of the page, and we're going to talk about how uh, how how couldn't sleep one night and what exactly was going through his mind and how the whole story happened that ultimately Mordechai was was given the respect and the honor that Haman was trying to plan for himself. We're going to talk a little bit about the daughter of Haman and her role in all of this. And then the Gemara is going to discuss the eights of the, the Chachamim gave to Haman that you're never going to be able to defeat Mordechai if he has a particular uh, yichus. Then the Gemara is going to explain why it is that Achashverosh got so angry at Haman. The Gemara is going to tell us a little bit about Yosef at Tzadik and how Yosef gave Chamesh Smalos to Binyamin and that seems to be an odd thing to do to face favor Binyamin over the other brothers, considering that Yosef suffered his fate, a terrible, uh, he suffered all the uh, the surin that he suffered because of such a similar thing that Yaakov did for him. And then the Gemara is going to uh, talk about how Yosef uh, was uh, calmed the brothers down when uh, when they revealed uh, when he revealed his identity to them. He told them that everything's going to be okay. And the Gemara is going to dash in the Pasuk, what each of those things referred to. We're going to talk about different types of of shiros that we have in Tanakh, where things are not just written line by line, but it's uh, it's uh, written piece by piece in uh, different ways that it's laid out, like uh, like you have by Oz Yashir is written differently than Shiras Hazinu as an example. Then the Gemara is going to talk about whether Megillah requires Sirtut, whether it requires etching in the lines, and we're going to talk about the Gadlus of Talmud Torah, how it's even greater than Atzalus Nefashos, it's even greater than Binyan Amigdash, it's even greater than Kibar Aveim, and we're going to have Rayas for each of those ideas of about the godless of Talmud Torah. So let's begin again, as we said, six lines from the bottom of the page. So that night, the, the, the king's uh, sleep was, uh, was, was, was a fitful sleep. He couldn't sleep. It means as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu couldn't sleep, like HaKadosh Baruch Hu was awakened to save Klal Yisrael. No, it means that the Malachim in the Olam Elyon were, uh, were, were, were were, uh, were 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 uh, waking up in order to do something. They were uh, they were they were they were agitating that Hakadosh Baruch Hu should do something, and uh, that caused Achashverosh to not be able to sleep. Rava Amar Shnasa Melech Achashverosh Mamish. That it means Achashverosh couldn't sleep. Why? He started to think. Amar Same kasha the Gemara was bothered with yesterday. What was Esther thinking that she invited Haman to a suda? We had twelve different answers. 
Achashverosh had the same kasha. What? What is Esther thinking that she's inviting Amman to a suda? Maybe they're coming up with some sort of plot between Esther and Amman to uh, to kill me. So So right afterwards he says, It's impossible to come up with such a plan without including some other people in on the uh, on the plan. So obviously people know about this and they're not telling me about it. How could it be that I don't have anyone that likes? I'm such a lovable guy. How could it be that no one uh, no one told me about it? So So then he said, Maybe I owe somebody a favor and I didn't pay him back a favor, and because of that, I'm not such a lovable guy, and that's why no one's telling me. That's why no one is uh, telling me the secret. So right away, he says, let's get the books out to see what kind of favor I owe to somebody. So it says, it should have said, that they were reading from the book. So that it was like reading itself. It was, uh, it was, it was like a... Uh, what do they call it? An audio book, right? It was uh, they, they, it was just uh, it was just reading itself to to him. But you might say Kosov. It says Kosov sounds like it was written right now, uh, but Kosav sounds like it was written uh, se- several. It was written earlier. So we hear the Sefer Zechronos and the Meisim Mordechai was written way way earlier. And why why does it say Kosov? So Kosav mi So Malamed must be teaching us a lesson. Shashim shemochek v'gavriel kosev. That as the uh, sofer of the Melech was trying to erase the Meisim with Mordechai and how he saved the Melech Gavriel the Malach was rewriting the whole Misa so that's why it says Kosov that the Misa was happening the Ksiba was happening right now if even a physical Ksav down here in this world that's there to provide a Zuchus for Klal Yisrael cannot be erased so the, the, the books up in Shemayim certainly cannot be doctored when there's a, when there's a Zuchus of Klal Yisrael so up in Shemayim, anything good that uh, that we do certainly is going to remain; is not going to be able to be erased. So it says lo dover. The uh, the Nari Amelech told uh, the, the Mishasim told Achashverosh, we never did anything for uh, for Mordechai. They should have said in the same way that uh, the same lashon that he said lo yukaru gedula. Meaning, so uh, Amar Rava Rava says you see from the fact that they say lo dover, not lo yukaru gedula, that lo mevreshavin as Mordechai. They were not interested in giving Mordechai a lot of honor. They didn't love Mordechai. They only wanted to lower Haman because they hated Haman even more. So it's not that they loved Mordechai, they just wanted Haman to suffer this indignity. So that's why they said, we don't do much for Mordechai, we just have to do something to uh, to aggravate Haman. So Hechin uh, lo. Pasuk says, Haman came to the Chitzone and he to, in order to tell the king, little says Mordechai al eights, asher Hechin lo. To hang uh, Mordechai on the eights, asher low. So it could have just said Asher Hechin. What's Asher Hechin low? So Tana, low Hechin. That he didn't realize it, but he prepared that eights for himself, because in the end of the day he was going to be hanged on that eights. And uh, you, should, you should do this to Mordechai. Everything you just suggested, Achashir says, you should do to Mordechai, Yehudi, Yosheh, Bishar, Melech, etc. And it goes into detail of who Mordechai is. Achashverosh uh, goes into such detail because Haman was uh, pushing him. Haman played Played dumb. He said, I don't know who Mordechai is. What are you talking about? Who's this Mordechai you're speaking of? Amalei Hayudi, you know, the Jew. So Amalei, Tuva Mordechai, you could be Yudai. From what I understand, Mordechai is a fairly common name among the Jewish people. So I don't know if that tells me all the information. Maybe it's some other Mordechai. So Amalei Hayoshi Bishar Melech. No, no, the one that's always Yoshi Bishar Melech. You know, the one that drives you crazy. The one that, uh, you know, calls in 
Shavali. That that one. So he says, You know, you can just give him one little village somewhere where he'll be able to collect the taxes, and that will be good enough for him. What did he do? You one favor, so do him one favor. Give him one river where he'll be able to collect the tolls as people, you know, for people traveling over that river, and good, that will be good enough. Why do you have to give him all this honor? Hanami Avle, Sachasher says, both of those are good ideas also. Also give him a village. Also give him a river. I like it all. I'll topple the Mikola Shadibarta. Don't withhold anything that you're speaking. You know, okay, I, I, I like where you're thinking. Keep coming up with more ideas. But, uh, but not to take away anything that Achashverosh had already said. So Haman took the Levush and the Sus and he had to dress up Mordechai. So the Gemara fills in some of the details of the story that uh, Haman came and he saw that uh, the Rabbanan were learning by Mordechai. Mordechai was saying, they were apparently learning Menachos, and Mordechai was showing the halachas of Kmitza, how to do a Kmitza of a carbon mincha for the Rabbanon. So, keeping the Chazi Mordechai Dapik Lakabli Vesuse Mechad Biade, that uh, when Mordechai saw that Haman was coming to greet him and he had a sword and he had this, this horse uh, in his hand, so Mirtas, he became afraid. What's, what, what's he coming to do? So, Mordechai quickly told the Talmidim, Hi Rashi, the Mikdal Nafshi Kasi. Undoubtedly, Haman is coming to kill me right now. So, Zila Mikami Diloti Chavu Begachaltu. You better, uh, you know, scurry away because uh, I don't want you to get caught up in the crossfire when Haman. Comes after me. So at that moment, Mordechai started to daven, meaning uh, there is a mitzvah daraisa that at an Tzara, a person has to daven according to all Rishonim. It's a mitzvah daraisa and an Tzara. More as far as Mordechai was able to tell, this was an Tzara. Haman was, uh, was about to kill him, so he uh, he he was nisatev and he uh, and he davened. So Haman came came and sat there uh, in front of Mordechai and the Talmidim. And he waited patiently until Mordechai finished his tefillah. So Haman asked the what have you been involved with? What are you doing? What are you discussing? So apparently the Chum didn't run away. They stayed there. So they said to him, we're learning Hilchus Kmitza. So if a person would uh, take an Adava to give, bring a cover Mincha, he would have to bring a Kmitza of a flower, and that would provide a Kapara for his Averos. And now we don't have a Beis HaMikdash, so now we learn Hilchus Kmitza in order to get a Kapara, right? That's the... Uh, the halacha, that's what the Gemara tells us in a couple of places, that that will provide the kaparos. So they told Mar- they told Haman, we don't have a basic mitzvah, so we have to say the kaparos. We have to learn the kaparos. So Amalu uh, Haman said back, your comets of Mincha came and it pushed away my ten thousand uh, kikari kesef. So Amalei Mordechai overheard Haman referring to the ten thousand kikari kesef as his own. He says, Russia, Evet shakar l'chasim, Evet l'mi l'chasim l'mi. He reminds him of who owns you. He said, you used to be my Evet, and we know Mashakar Evet. So you think that your 10,000 Kikari Kesef, they're my 10,000 Kikari Kesef. How could you even speak like that? He says, you're supposed to wear this, this royal clothing and you're supposed to get on this horse, ride on this horse, the royal horse. The Malka, because that's what the king wants to honor you. So Mordechai said, I cannot do that. I can't wear these uh, big damn 
Melech and write in the source, until I go in and bathe, bathe myself and take a haircut. It's disrespectful to get on to, uh, to, to wear royal clothing and get on a royal horse when you, when you look so unkempt and when I've been fasting and I've been, so I need to, uh, I need to clean up a little bit. So Esther sent a, a, an edict from the palace that all the bathhouses had to be closed and all the barber shops had to be closed. So he himself brought Mordechai into the base of Merchatz because there was no and he had to wash him himself because there was nowhere, no one else to wash. And Haman had to go and get a, a pair of scissors from his house. And he had to give Mordechai a haircut himself. While he's giving Mordechai this haircut, he starts to groan and to sigh. So Mordechai says, what's, what's the matter? You know, anything going wrong? Like, why, why are you so upset? So so he says, the person who was uh, the considered the most chashul person by the king, more so than all the other sarim. Hashul the shavi balani v'saper. Now I've become a barber. Now I've become a bathhouse attendant. Samalei rasha balav saper shel shel kfar kartzum ayisa. You you seem to have forgotten where you came from. That's not something that should cause you to groan. That's what you used to do anyway. You were the uh, the, the the barber shop in kfar kartzum. So tana haman saper shel kfar kartzum ayya esum shtayim shana. And it wasn't like you know just when he was starting out in his career, you know, to make a little extra money to pay his way through school or something. Thing. This was a, he did this for 22 years. This was a full career that he had, and then all of a sudden, it's considered to be beneath him to do such a thing. So that's what Mordechai uh, reminded him of. Rabbi Yehoshua asks in the Aras Tavash. He says, "Well, wait a second. The three days of fasting were Yudalit Tezvav and Tezayin of Nisan. So it turns out that this this uh, event happened on Tezayin Nisan. Tezayin Nisan in our calendars, when you're in Chutzlar, it says Yom Tov Sheni Shel Galios. How is Mordechai allowed to go get a haircut and go t- take a Bath on Yom Tov Sheni Shalgolios. So Avyan Snipe should suggest that it's mutter to get a haircut if it's Lutzoruch Mitzvah, because uh, the Jew is not doing any Maisa, he's just allowing the Maisa to be done on him. This comes up in Halacha, in Hilchas Nida, that if a woman forgot to cut her fingernails, so sometimes Amir Akum is the Eitzah, that if you don't, that they're doing it on you, you're not doing anything yourself. So maybe that's Lutzoruch Mitzvah uh, for, for Tevilas Mitzvah, it's mutter. So we hear also Lutzoruch Mitzvah of what uh, of the I uh, of of uh, what what uh, uh, Mordechai was supposed to do, he was allowed to allow Haman. And it says Rabbi Yisrael, maybe that's why Esther closed all the stores. It wasn't just Stam to cause a greater indignity to Haman. That maybe also would have been worthwhile. But uh, there were so many Jewish barber shops, and there were so many, and she was afraid that Haman would force one of the Jewish people to do this. And it's a Yom Tov Sheni for them. They're not allowed to do it. Inami, an- another possibility, says the uh, says, say some of the Achronim, that maybe in that time the Anaf Yosef writes the Chacham in the door of Mordechai maybe wore Beki and Bekviya Diarcha, and maybe they didn't have to do Yom Tov. And they, they didn't even do it Machmas Minag because that was only in the second Golos after Chorban Bayesheni that we have this concept of Minagav Vasein Biyadenu and 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 uh, and that we can that we continue to observe Yom Tov Sheni. But maybe there was no observance of Yom Tov Sheni uh, in that uh, in that in that Kufa in that time period. Okay, so the uh, Gemara says further now. After he gave him a haircut, he dressed him up in the uh, royal clothing. Obviously, it's after the haircut; otherwise, the hair would get all. 
over the clothing. So he says, uh, go up on a horse so I could uh, ride you around. So I'm not able to get up. I've been fasting for three days. I don't have the energy to climb up on a high horse. So Gachin Vesalik, so Haman had to bend down and Mordechai had to like sort of he used his back as a step stool in order to get up on the horse. Kisalik Bad Bay. Once Haman was down, Mordechai gave him a little kick. So Amalei, so we Haman said to him, Don't you know there's a halacha that Binfala Tismach, then the downfall of your enemy, you're not supposed to take joy in it? You seem to be enjoying this a little too much. You have to kick me while I'm down. So Amalei says, He says, No, that's only by the Jewish people. But if the the enemy is uh, is the likes of Haman, then uh, then then the halach is the opposite. Then Adrabu, we're supposed to take joy in your uh, your downfall. So uh, every once in a while, you have that shayla that comes up. You know, when uh, when when uh, Saddam Hussein or when uh, Osama bin Laden was uh, killed. Do you say halal? Do you uh, is there some sort of simcha that a person is supposed to have, or do you say bin So from this gemara alone, the implication certainly is that uh, yeah, you're supposed to enjoy and you're supposed to be happy about uh, such things when when it's uh, when it's not be Israel when the enemy is from a foreign nation. So Haman rides uh, Mordechai around the town on the horse, and he announces this is what happens when a king wants to honor somebody. So when they were walking down Haman's block where he lived in the, in the alleyway where he lived his daughter who was standing on the roof at the time whatever she was doing she saw that there was someone leading somebody on a royal horse she imagined that the one who was riding on the horse was her father she knew what Haman had set out to do that morning he said you know when he left the house he said okay I'll see you later I'm off to kill Mordechai so she figured that, uh, that, that it must be this was part of the process Says that it was Mordechai that was uh, that was leading. So Shakla Tzitzit de Beisakise. She took the uh, the Beisakise. They didn't have indoor plumbing, so it was just gathered together in a pot. And she took the whole pot that had everything in it. And she threw it on what she thought was Mordechai, but turned out to be her father's head. Dali Ene. He lifted up his eyes to see where did that come from. And she saw that she had just done that to her own father. So she committed suicide. That would be a better option than having to face her father at the end of the day after having done that to, to her father. And that's what the Pasuk says. Mordechai wasn't in the Shara Melech when Haman took him to ride on the horse. So he was learning with his Talmidim, we said. So what's Vayashav that he returned? It means he went back to his sackcloth and to, uh, to fasting again. So... Uh, <clears throat> He went back to davening in the Shara Melech. Meaning, it's not that he returned to the Shara Melech because he wasn't in the Shara Melech. He returned to the, the state of fasting and, the, and davening. And where did he do that? He did that in the Shara Melech. So, Lashon of Avelus normally doesn't apply to someone who is embarrassed. Avelus is an entirely different kind of thing. So, what does it mean? Avel, Avel Albito, Vechafe Rosh, Al Shi'irilo. He was an Avel because his daughter just died because she jumped off the roof. But he was Chafe Rosh because of that's a, that's a Lashon of Bizayon because he just suffered this terrible Bizayon based on what just happened to him. So, then the Pasuk says, 
that Haman told everything that happened to Zarashishto and to Kolo Ohavav, and it says that by Yomulo Chachamav, that after he told Kolo Ohavav, his Chachamim said to him uh, whatever the advice they gave him. So Karlu Ohavav, Karlu Chachamav. I don't understand. Which is it? Were they Ohavav or were they Chachamav? It says that he told Ohavav, and the people that responded were Chachamav. So I'm Rabbi Yochan, Kolomar Dvar Chachma. Anyone who says it's Dvar Chachma from Chachma Satora, not only a Jew, Afilabumasolam, even a non Jew, Nikra Chacham, Earns the title of a chacham. Uh, Rabbi Yochum's Mechadish said, even someone who was not kona chachma, if he says a dvar chachma, he just happens to say a dvar chachma, is also considered a chacham. And the raya is from the Oave Haman, that they're not called chachamim initially because they weren't chachamim. It's, uh, they weren't chacham be'etzem. It's only afterwards when they said a dvar chachma that they, they earned the title of, uh, of a chacham. So what they, and what was the Dvar Chachma? They said, the Mordechai, if Mordechai comes from the Zara Yehudim, you're never going to be victorious over over, over him. So Amalei, they said to him, if he comes from other Shvatim Yechaltalei, you might be able to overpower him. But we have a tradition that if he comes from one of the following four Shvatim, Yehuda, Binyamin, Ephraim, or Menashe, you're not going to be able to overpower him, you're going to lose. Yehuda, because the Pasuk says in the Brach, of Yaakov to Yehuda that your hand is going to be on your enemy's neck and Enoch and as far as Binyamin Ephraim and Menashe so if a Kodesh Baruch is the Gvura in order to help them so certainly you're not going to be able to overpower the Gvura that a Kodesh Baruch is providing for them what's the double lotion of Nafol Tipol that they tell him you're going to fall for sure fall in front of him so they were telling the Jewish people are compared to the dirt and they're compared to the kochav and they're compared to the stars. When they go down, they go as low as the dirt. And when they, uh, when they rise, they rise all the way to the kochavim. The Jewish people don't know mediocrity. The Jewish people are, are typically either the lowest of the low, treated as the lowest of society, or we rise to the highest echelons of, uh, of society. That's the nature of uh, of, of the Jewish people, so uh, so that, that's what they were they they, they were telling uh, they were telling Haman. That's the story that you have in Masechus Ksubas. The Gemara says about Bitosh and Nachtim Ben Gurion in the period after the the Churban Beis Hamikdash. So uh, so uh, when she, when Rabbi Yochum and Zakai saw her, he said Ashrecha. She was uh, she was Nebuch with nothing, no food, and she was uh, going through the Galalim of the Behemoth in order to find the un, 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 undigested uh, pieces of barley to eat. Uh, because she had nothing and she had come from such a rich family. So that's what Rabbi Yochamazaki said, Ashrechem Yisrael, that Bizman that Yerosim Ritzonah Shalmakom, Ein Kaluma Veloshan Shaletas Bachem, and Bizman Sheinosim Ritzonah Shalmakom, you're underneath the animals of the lowest of the nations. So why is that Ashrechem Yisrael? The first half is Ashrechem Yisrael, but all of it is Ashrechem Yisrael. The fact that Kal Yisrael doesn't know mediocrity is that Kurdish Baruch is always talking to us. Kurdish Baruch is always putting it clear where whatever our position is, it's Me'es Hashem. So we always have this Hashem. So all of that is Ashrechem Yisrael. So the the uh, the advisors of Haman recognize this. The Klal Yisrael is either on top or on the bottom. The Srisei Melech Higiu Ve'Yivhalu, and uh, they uh, they they rushed to bring Haman because the Melech had said he wants Haman. They didn't even have time. He didn't even have time to take a shower, and he had just 
you know, uh, had whatever he had thrown on his head from his daughter. So he was smelly, he was gross at this time, and he had to appear in front of the Melech this way. So Esther Malka asked uh, the Mishnah Yain that, uh, that uh, for, for, you know, for, for herself and for her nation, Karnu Aniva Ami, Shova So Esther said to this guy, this Haman, Enu Shova is not worried about what's going to befall the king. Ikni He got jealous of Vashti, so he had you kill Vashti. And now he's jealous of me, so he wants you to kill me. So he doesn't care about whether you're happy. He keeps knocking off, he keeps killing your wives because they, he gets jealous of them. So Vayomer Yomer Lamali. Why does it have to say Vayomer twice? That the Melech Hashem says and Vayomer Lesser Amalka. So Rabbi Vov Betchila Ali De Torgman. Initially, whenever he would speak to us, it was only Ali De Torgman because she was uh, she was a, a, a regular person and a typical citizen. It's not respectful for the king to speak directly to. So there would always be a Torgman between them. But even Darmalei Once she told him her Yichus and that she comes from the Beishaul, so she's also from Malchus. Miyad Vayomer Lesser Amalka. So then he switched and he started speaking to her directly. It's this Ish and then she identifies Haman Sounds like at the beginning of the Pasuk she wasn't referring to Haman. She was pointing toward Achashverosh and saying, You're the Ish Another indication about the rituals of Achashverosh, which we have uh, sprinkled throughout this entire parak. The Malch had to come and move her hand to point to Haman in order that Achashverosh uh, won't get insulted. So the king got up in his anger and he went to the Ginas Habisan and then Vamel Shav Miginas Habisan. Then he returned from the Ginas Habisan. Well, obviously, if that's where he went, that's where he returned from. So why does it have to say that he returned from there? So Makashiva Lakima to tell me that uh, the, the same state of mind he was in when he went to the Ginas Habisan is the same state of mind he was in when he came back. Makima Bechema Avshiva Bechema. Just like when he got up to go, he was angry. When he came back, he was angry as well. He, when he went out to the garden, he saw Malachi Asharis dressed up as, uh, as, as, as regular people, meaning uh, in the form of regular people, and they, they looked like they were in landscapers' uniforms and they were pulling out the, all the trees of his garden. He said, who ordered uh, people to pull out all the trees in my garden? Oh, Haman asked us to do this. Haman decided to redecorate the whole place. So he went back to his house and he was angry because how, how could Haman uh, start ordering things around the palace and to pull out his trees that he planted, his orchards that he planted. And then he came back and he sees Haman falling on Esther, jumping on Esther. So Nofal, Nafal, me by late. Should have said Nafal and passed it. That as Achashorosh was coming in, the Malach came and shoved Haman onto Esther to get Achashorosh even more angry. Wherever I go, Haman is causing me trouble. When I go out to the garden, he's causing me trouble. I come back home, he's causing me trouble. You're going after the queen when I'm right here? Vayomer Charvona. Charvona was one of the Sarisim said. So from Charvona, Charvona said, it's It's such an interesting thing. Charvona was aware of the precise measurement of the eights. Now you look at an eight that's 50 amos tall, you would never know the precise measurements. Charvona must have been involved in the, uh, in the, in the construction of the eights that was supposed to hang Mordechai. Amr of Charvona, Rasha Ba'osa Eitzah. He was also part of that Eitzahaya. Kivan but when he saw that it wasn't working out and that Haman was about to have a downfall, he ran away. And that's why the Pasuk says, 
that Kodesh Baruch Hu sends Pranus to the Rasha and he has no Rachmanus on him and therefore all the people who used to be his buddies who used to be his friends they all run away they don't want to, they don't want to suffer with him then the king's anger subsided why is it uh, normally it should be with one Chaf why is it with a double Chaf because there was a double Kam one is that the Kodesh Baruch Hu was Mochel Kal Yisrael for being Mishtach because if you recall, that was why the Gemara asked, why is it that Klal Yisrael deserved to be wiped out? It was because we were Mishtach uh, the, the, the decree wasn't ultimately carried out because we only did Lufnim. We, did, we weren't really in our hearts. We didn't believe it, but we, uh, but we behaved that way. So now HaKadosh Baruch has given us forgiveness for that. And one for uh, the anger of Achashverosh had subsided. And some say, no, no, it was both about Achashverosh. But, but the anger of, that Haman wanted to kill Esther and the anger for Haman killing Vashti that, uh, that both of those angers were now calm because now that he had taken care of Haman. Uh, in, in, when Yosef uh, meets his brothers, he gives five chamishos, uh, five chalifos, five changes of clothing to Binyamin more than he does to the other brothers. So Efshar, Dabashan, Sarbos, does this make any sense? The very thing, the very Mita that uh, caused him so much pain and so much suffering that uh, that he was treated differently uh, than 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 all of his brothers. So Yikashalba, now uh, now he's going to be Nichshal in that very same thing. He's going to he's going to show favoritism to Binyamin. Damarav Bar Machas, Yamarav Cham Bar Guri, Yamarav Bishul Mishkal Shnei Slam Milas Shahosif Yaakov Liosef Sharechov Misharechov Niskalga Davri Yodav Selim Mitzrayim because of a little uh, extra clothing that Yaakov made for Yosef that he didn't do for the others. That's what led Klal Yisrael down to Mitzrayim in the first place. So now Yosef is going to do the same thing: give clothing, dafka clothing, a little extra clothing to Binyamin more so than uh, than, the, than the other brothers I once heard I think from Rabbi Isaac Bernstein's Chronicle of Racha uh, I, th- I forgot who he quoted that uh, maybe Rabbi Yisrael Kornitzer or someone like that that Bishvil Shnei Slaim Milas why do we have to know the weight of the clothing in fact a sela though is, is 17 grams it's very very uh, little so uh, so it's, it's, it's not Mestaver that the entire Begid was so light uh, the Marsha writes that Shnei Slaim Milas that the whole the, the, that, that, that was the beggar. It's, it's a nothing. How could it be that it was such a such a light beggar? So there's a Gemara somewhere where the Gemara says Mila Baachas Ushtika Bishtayim. That Mila Besela Ushtika Bishtayim. That to say a word is worth a sella. A word is valuable. Your words are valuable. But sometimes Shtika is more valuable than, uh, than 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 saying than saying something. Sometimes you just have to be quiet. And uh, maybe that was the message that Yaakov was trying to give Yosef. That Yaakov gives him a little beggar that weighs Shtei Slaim to be Miramis to him, Mila Baacha. Sometimes you're supposed to say some things. Sometimes, Shtika Bishtayim. Sometimes you have these dreams, you have these aspirations, you don't have to go around telling them to your brothers. You don't have to share everything with everybody. So that's always a siyag l'chach mashtika. A person always has to know when to, uh, when, to, when to be silent. A lot of times people are criticized for silly things and they just feel like a need to fire back and they need to, uh, much better to just let it be and then it will just go away on its own. So I'm Rabbi What he was doing was, what Yosef was doing by giving these clo- this clothing to Binyamin was uh, giving him a remez that he's going to have a descendant that uh, he was going to have a descendant 
<coughs> who's going to wear the Levushe Malchus. And since it was understood by the brothers that this was just a remiss to what was going to happen in the future, but not that this was a personal present being given to Binyamin over the other brothers, so that's why it didn't cause any jealousy. And he fell on the necks of his brother Binyamin. Binyamin was a two-headed person when he only had one neck. What do you mean the necks of his brother? So Amr Lazar, it was about the two Batei Mikdash that were going to that, that, that were going to be in the Chelek of Binyamin and that were ultimately going to be destroyed in the Besam Mikdash is referred to as a neck because it's what connects the Rosh to the rest of the body. So the base of English is the meeting point between Yerushalayim Shalmaila and Yerushalayim Shalmata. It's the place where Kodesh Baruch Shechina comes down to this world. The Binyamin Bachal Tzavarov and Binyamin cried on his neck. Now Tzavarov could mean plural or singular but uh, Pashtus is in the contrast to Tzavarei Binyamin so it sounds like it's on Yosef's singular neck. So Bachal Mishkan Shila He was crying about Mishkan Shila that was going to be in Yosef's Chelek was going to be destroyed. So Amr Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar says that Yosef wanted it to be clear to his brothers that he had no tainas in them. So Amr Laham, he said to them, Just like I have no tainas on Binyamin because he was obviously wasn't involved in my sale, I also have no tainas on you. So the, lest you think that he's only saying that, but believe he really has a problem with them. So he says, doesn't mean because, because he's not explaining anything that he said earlier. Ki means kifi kein libi. That the same what I'm saying with my mouth is what I, I, I really, really believe in my heart. I really have no tainas on you whatsoever. So when the brothers separate, you know, take leave of Yosef, when they go back to Eretz to bring Yaakov down to Mitzrayim, so Yosef sends gifts to his father. So my mituv Mitzrayim, what is the tuv Mitzrayim that he sent? He sent him aged wine because that's something that Zakanim tend to enjoy. Another teaching of Rabbinyam Baryafas, several teachings we've had already of Rabbinyam Baryafas, I lost count, where Rabbinyam Baryafas says in the name of Rabbi when we see that the brothers fall in front of Yosef and they bow to him. Even though they're more chashuv than him, that even a fox who's not the melech of the chayos, the aryeh is the melech of the chayos, the lion is the melech of the chayos. Even the fox, when he's having his time, you bow to the fox because that's a, he's, he's he's having a time where he's being successful. So even the older brothers are more chashuv than Yosef. It's not clear what makes them more chashuv than, uh, than 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 Yosef. They're older. They're a little older, but not much older. All of them were born within seven years of each other. All twelve shvatim were born. So. It wasn't uh, such an age gap that a lot of uh, it must have been a Lebedic uh, household. So, uh, so says Martala, wait a second, Yosef was a fox? My uh, bothered by this gosh, What do you mean? What, what makes him less than his brothers? He was no, uh, he was a couple of years younger. I mean, well, what is it? A couple of months younger than some of them? No, 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 no. What it means to say is uh, it's, it's going on a different puzzle. That Yaakov bows toward Yosef. That's where Rabbi Yomreyev says, Amr Abelazar that a person in his time when he's experiencing his uh, moment of Malchus so you should bow to him you know there is a halacha the Shulchan Aruch Paskins and Archaims and Reish Chavdalin that if you see a melech mi Malchus of the Chavim you say Baruch Shunasan mi Kvodo there's a bracha that you say on a, on, a, on a melech so the question is do you say such a bracha on a president right this comes up all the time Baruch Hashem we've had many uh, Askanim and Shtadlanim who've been able to uh, 
uh, have meetings with presidents, with heads of state. So as a shayla, do you say a bracha? And if you say a bracha, do you say a b'shem u'malchus? A lot of the presidents are aware of this. They'll say, you know, they, they, they enjoy it. That, uh, you know, that uh, they know the Jewish person is going to say a bracha on them. So one of the shaylas is, uh, there are two issues. Is it about how much power the person has? And that if they have the power to execute and the power to pardon from execution, that that power is what, uh, is, is what you're saying the bracha on? Or is it, uh, that, that's one, one discussion possible. The other discussion, and, and some say maybe not a president because he, while he does have the power to pardon, he doesn't have the power to, uh, to execute. He can't just say, you know, if, uh, you know, uh, I mean, it could have gotten ugly in several, several times if a president could just say, off with his head, right? So, uh, so we, uh, we, he doesn't have that kind of power. The other, uh, the other discussion that they have is a president is, is not a lifelong, uh, it's, it's only for, uh, he has a term limit. So he's only there for X amount of, for X amount of time. So one of the postkin brings a raya that, uh, that, that from, from our Gemara that it, it, it's okay. Even if he has a term limit, it could still be that you say a bracha on him. Because what does our Gemara say? That when the fox is having his moment, of course he's not the Aryeh. He's not the lion. He's not the king. He's not, he's not a, you know, uh, he's, a, he's not there forever. He's a, he's a fox. He's, he's having his moment. But still you bow to him. So maybe that's a raya that he still view him as a king in that, uh, in that moment when he is the most powerful person in the world. So Yosef started to speak nicely to his brothers. Again, he said things that they could uh, that, that speak to their heart. If ten candles can't extinguish one candle, I mean, you wanted to extinguish me, one candle is going to extinguish ten candles? So that's what the Achorim point out. Candles don't extinguish other candles, but that's exactly Yosef's point. That you think that there's a competition over here. It's me against you? No, this is min bimino. When you uh, mix two things together, it just provides more light. You bring more candles, it provides it provides more light. It's like the uh, when the Ran discusses uh, bittul of a davrashiyish lamatirin in uh, in the Dharm Nun base, right? The Ran says when you have min b'shein omino, there's uh, there's bittul. Why? Because one tries to overpower the other. There's a conflict. So when there's a conflict, one tries to over, overpower the other. When you have min bimino, nothing's trying to overpower anything. It's never going to be bittul. It's all enhancing each other. So we're like neiros. We're just enhancing each other. We add more light to the world. So the Pasuk says that there's Ora, Simcha, Sasun, and Kar. So Amr of Yehuda, Ora Zutora. Ora is that we were able to go back to learning Torah. Simcha ze Yom Tov. We weren't able to fulfill the mitzvahs of Yom Tov during the time of Haman, uh, of Haman's decrease. Mila provides us with a certain sense of, uh, of Simcha, that uh, all other mitzvahs were given to us with Vaidabra Hashem. Mila was Vayomer Elokim El which is a softer Lashon. And we find that David HaMelech also, the Gemara Menachos Mem Gimel, found great joy in his Mila, because when he was in the base of Merkats and he was Aram in a Mitzvos, he didn't have to fill in, he didn't have tzitzis. What was Nesiyashiv Daito? When Alashminis, that he saw that uh, the Mila that, that's done on, uh, on Yom Shmini, that's what gave him a sense of Simcha. V'yikar elu tfilin, and the honor is uh, tfilin. V'chenu amav ro kalam eretz kishem hashem nikra alecha v'yaru mimeka, that a kalam eretz will see that the shem hashem is called on us and they'll fear us. V'tanyar v'lazar agadolomer elu tfilin shabarosh. That that's a reference to tfilin shabarosh, that when a person tfilin shabarosh is more public, so that's why it gives us honor. V'es parashadasa aseres b'nei haman, amravad minyafa aseres b'nei haman v'aseres tzarek l'memrinu b'neshima achas. You're supposed to say it all in one breath. Because they all died at the same time. Chayadim writes that Minig in many places is that the, the Balkari pauses and everyone says it in one breath. And everyone says 
says because the Balkari is saying it in one breath, it's very hard to hear it. So uh, the only way you can be Yotze is if you say it yourself, because you're not going to be able to hear every word from the uh, from the Balkari. But the Ragachavar famously says differently. He says no. When Shomea Kaona works on the words that are being said, but when there's a way to say the words, then it uh, Shomea Kaona doesn't work. That the, that the way it is being said transfers over to you, similar to what the Beis Halevi writes about Birchus Kohanim. That you can't have one Kohen with a nice voice doing the Birchus Kohanim and the, all the others being Yotze the Shomea Kaona because uh, Birchus Kohanim has to be Bukol Ram. So it could be Shomea Kaona. It's, it's, it makes it as if they said the words, but not as if they said it Bukol Ram. That it doesn't go on the way that it is being said. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan Vav Devaisas Tzarich Lemimtcha Bezkifa Kamordai Delivros that the Vav of Aisas should be long like a uh, like like the the stick that they use for a boat to make sure that they're not going to hit rocks. My time Mukulu Bechad Zakifas Takifu because they were all hanged on one long pole. All of the songs that you have in Tanakh, they're all arranged with uh, thick bricks, wider bricks on top of narrower bricks and uh, narrower bricks on top of wider bricks. It looks like it's a stable building. Except for the Shir of Aseris Bnei Haman, and also the list of the 31 kings of Canaan in Sefer Yeshua, whereas Shariach al Gabi Ariach, Levena al Gabi Levena, where it's just two uh, columns. So my time shall take because that's Dafka built in an unstable way to show that there's not going to they're not going to rise from their downfall. So he starts off by saying the Jewish people killed 500 um, and then he, he softens up. He was about to criticize Esther and then the Malach came and gave him a little smack so he started talking nicer. So Amar, Amra mi it should be Amra, she's the one talking. So Amra Biochanan, Ye Amar Pepe, Masha Kosopo Sefer, that they should read the, uh, she wanted that uh, that it should, that the story of Haman and what, everything he wanted to do should be read from a Sefer. Divrei Shalom Ve'emes, So Amar Rabbi Tanchum, Varmilam Rabbi Asi, Malamit Shetzrich Sirtut, Kamita Shal Torah. You see from there that the Megillah requires Sirtut, that you need to etch in the lines just like when you're writing a Sefer Torah, which by the way is a Chiddush. It's Machlokas Rishon. Him, whether a Sefer Torah requires Sirtut, uh, uh, if, it, if you hold it doesn't, then it means a mezuzah. A mezuzah is a mitzvah shel Torah because it, it contains the core essence of, uh, of Kabbalah Samach Shemaim. Okay, we'll stop there. We'll pick up over there tomorrow. Everyone have a great day.